everyone. everyone, and welcome back to Be The Light Ministry Podcast. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the biggest liar we've ever met. <laughs> so dramatic. Oh, yes. The biggest liar so we've ever get met. Get the popcorn ready. Yep, get comfy, get your popcorn, because this is going to be a little juicy. Oh, yeah. But first, just want to mention, I cannot believe we're going to be married for two years very soon coming up. Not only will we have been married for two years, but we will have been together for nine years, which is probably, like, the more crazy part. Oh, yeah. It's like, we're very young, so it's like half of our lives, at least that we remember, like, obviously, you don't remember anything, so, like, you're four or five. So, if you take those first few out, we've basically known each other for half our lives. Yeah. That's crazy when you put it that way. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I know, and we're only 25. Yes. Got it all. We knock on, like, you know, not not knock on wood, because that's superstitious. Yeah. (laughs) But hopefully, according to God's plan, we have a lot more time. (laughs) God's will, not ours. Yes, exactly. (laughs) All right, y'all. So today, like Lewis said, we're going to be talking about the biggest liar we have ever met, and that is... Satan. Oh, yes. <laughs> Did y'all think we were going to say an actual person? <laughs> no, this... Satan is much more of a liar than anyone you ever meet. That is not That is not this type of podcast, y'all. No, of course not. <laughs> we're going to sit here and talk about random people lying to us. You sit here like, oh, remember this guy 10 years ago? I mean, <laughs> we have met some pretty big liars who aren't random people. Well, so. that's okay. We could do an episode on that, but that's, that's not, not very Christian-like. So. No, not really. <laughs> so, yes, we are going to be talking all about Satan and how he lies to us. And, y'all, I don't know who this episode is for, but I know this episode is for somebody. It has been on my heart to do this episode for over a year now. And the only reason why I didn't do it in the past, like when it was just me running the podcast honestly was because of the title and because I knew I wanted to you know market it with like a very vague liar connection to it um and I didn't want it to get twisted into something that it's not so that's the only reason why I haven't done this episode yet but I know someone needs to hear this I know that there is someone who is so bogged down by the lies of the enemy that they don't even realize that the enemy is telling them lies. So make sure you share this episode with your friends and your family because I have no idea who this episode for is for, but I know it is for someone. So that's my little preview <laughs> rant right there. We know we have to have a merry rant in every single episode. Of course, it's our marquee thing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> So, Satan has been lying to God's people from the very beginning of time. Oh, yes. Since the deception in the garden with Adam and Eve, obviously, of course, God told Adam and Eve not to eat from the uh, from this specific tree, the tree of knowledge, as we all know. But, you know, Satan went, went as a snake to, to Eve and told her, hey, you want to know everything? You want knowledge um you want power eat this fruit and you will have it of obviously that was a major lie we have original sin we have death pain and all that horrible things now because of it um also but the, also the saying also lies is about is just per- very personal stuff mm-hmm. any like 
what's the word? Insecurity. Insecure. Yes, that's exactly what I was trying to say. Any insecurity you will have, he will say. Like, you're feeling lonely, he'll tell you you're alone. He'll, you feel worthless, you're, are unloved, he'll tell you all that. A failure, he's told me all these things. In fact, even with my, my personal own experience, like, I've been trying to grow as a leader, I get told all the time that I can't be one, you'll never be confident enough to be one. He will attack you personally all the time. He knows you, like, at the back of your hand. It's really annoying, trust me, but it's really hard to, like, you know, not listen to it, but yeah, that's what we have God for. Exactly. Satan will also tell you that you are way too gone, way too far gone for God to save you. This is something that will happen right after you sin. Satan will literally use temptation to get you to sin tell you how great it would be like oh it's not that big of a deal Mm -hmm. you'll sin and then right after he'll be like you're way too far gone for god to save you Mm -hmm. i can't believe you just did that you're a horrible person like you are a bad person mm -hmm. for making a mistake and you'll be like god will not forgive you for this and like or he'll or my my thing personally is like god's like we'll give up on you basically he will you're now alone Mm -hmm. he will not listen to to you basically if you need if you need him yeah and this could not be further from the truth y'all i oh i don't know who needs to hear this i know someone needs to hear this God does not say any of those things. God says that you are chosen. You are not forsaken. You are forgiven. You're valuable. You're set free. You are the child of a king. You are accepted. You are loved. Like God says all of these wonderful things about us, even when we sin. Absolutely. Even when we sin, he mm-hmm. still calls you his child. He still calls you his son or daughter. It doesn't matter that you've sinned. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he would prefer that we didn't, mm-hmm. but we are not perfect, and he knows that. That's why he sent Jesus here. And that's why Jesus died for us. Now, it's like so hard to remember, like, he died for everyone in existence. Think about that. He didn't just die for the people back then or or his loved ones, like, there. Like, he died for everyone. So, when you kind of think it, when you're thinking, you know, I'm not good enough for God, you're telling Jesus, like, you died, you didn't die for me. You didn't, like, you kind of died for, like, you know what I mean? Like Your sacrifice you're, wasn't you know, enough. Exactly. It wasn't enough. It wasn't good enough for me, you know? So don't think like that. Jesus died for you specifically and everyone around you. You are good enough for him. You're much more, like, you know, you're everything to him. He loves you more than anything. Exactly. So something right now that the enemy is trying to lie to me about is saying that I'm a bad mom because I can't stop my baby from crying sometimes. This showed up when we did child dedication. Um, little Seth decided to scream the entire mm. time. <laughs> oh, man, it was the time. <laughs> and I was mortified, y'all. Like, we're standing up in front of the whole congregation, and our kid is, like, the only one crying. There's a two-week-old on mm-hmm. stage who's just, like peacefully sleeping oh, yeah. and then we have well, our well behaved <laughs> yeah and then we have our little munchkin who's crying and we were trying everything to get him to calm down and he just was not calming down and the enemy this was like such a surreal experience for me 
the enemy was in my head saying you're such a bad mom everyone can see that you're a bad mom someone's gonna want to call Dyfus on you because you can't get your kid to stop crying and in real time our pastor came over and literally just to reassure us that it was okay that mm-hmm. he was crying yeah we had people stopping us as we were leaving to say congratulations and saying like it's okay that your baby cried like it's child dedication right. babies, babies cry will cry yeah And it was just such a surreal thing because it was like people were affirming me with God's words at the same time that the enemy was trying to tell me, like, I'm a horrible mom. And it's just like, in hindsight, how ridiculous is that? Like, oh, I'm a bad mom because I can't get my kid to stop crying. Mm -hmm. Like, that makes no sense. Babies cry. Mm -hmm. That's what they do, you know? So that's just something that, the enemy has personally been attacking me with lately is just that like you're a bad mom thing mm-hmm. which i'm sure every first time mom can so. relate to i i bet you like i even like it's not even mom but i think with the parent thing like yeah. you know what i mean anytime you can't um at least for me if i mess up like oh i can't get him down i feel like a failure too like it's it's a lot it's like a, it, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves honestly yeah uh, especially as parents and everything, everyone out there puts a lot of pressure on themselves with the first timer for sure. For me personally, this is something I feel like I've struggled with my, not just now, but like my entire life. I'm, Ooh, are we about to get into your testimony? Huh? <laughs> I don't want to give too much, get too much into that because obviously, you know, we are going to get into that episode, obviously. But even like, yes, as like I was going through my difficult times as as a young kid in high school and through into now i get impatient with god uh when i'm going through a hard time so like if i pray like for him just like you know just to help with the situation or guide me through the situation and if it does not happen right away or something bad happens right afterwards the enemy will immediately tell me that he's not listening to you or he doesn't care, or or that he wants these bad things to happen to you. Ooh. He is punishing you, um, for being a bad Christian. Like you're basically telling me this, I like you know you sinned, you did this, you did that, and that's why he's not listening to you, and that's why he's he is specifically doing this to you. Ooh, that's your um, Catholicism coming out. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Sorry to all uh, the Catholics, but y'all know we no, were raised yeah. to believe that if bad things right. happen to you, it's because you did something mm-hmm. wrong. Like every Catholic was raised that way, mm-hmm. and if you're telling me that you weren't raised that way, you're lying, <laughs> or you didn't go to Catholic, or it's school. implied you just didn't see it. Yeah, because it, it, there's almost underneath. Like in prayer, maybe we just had a priest that was very bold about it, but Mm -hmm. you didn't go to Catholic school if you Mm -hmm. weren't taught that bad things happen Mm -hmm. because you're a bad person, right? Or that you did something to to deserve deserve it, it. yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, that's the thing I show with the most, which is totally untrue, of course. It's just, it's just sometimes it's hard to not listen to it, you know, yeah. So, what do we do when Satan starts filling our head with his nonsense? Like, how do we battle that? First and foremost, we have to combat it with God's word. So how do you do that? You do, you can do that with uh, prayer battle cards. Wow, my English is great (laughs) today. You can do that with prayer battle cards and biblical affirmations. Biblical affirmations. It's a tough word sometimes. No, no, no. no. I want to make it clear that it has Uh, to be biblical. Yes, of course. It's not the... uh, Right. It's I know not like the new age. Mm-hmm. I'm so loved. 
loved. I'm, I'm perfect. I'm, I'm beautiful. I am. I attract money. Like, no, it's not that. Right. It's true biblical right. comes from scripture. Mm-hmm. So prayer battle cards are when you have index cards. And on one side, you write, when I feel anxious. And the other side of it has a Bible verse that pertains to anxiety. Biblical affirmations are something that I very recently started doing. So I took post-it notes and I looked up a bunch of scripture and I basically just wrote, I am blank with the scripture underneath it. So I am set free. I am valuable. I am accepted. I am loved. And I have the scripture that correlates with that statement underneath. These are really great tools. Um, I recommend putting your biblical affirmations on your mirror. That's what I did. So every time I'm washing my hands or brushing my teeth, I get to look at all of those things and really just remind myself who God says I am. And at least for right now, that's been really, really helpful mm-hmm. for me. It's always good. If you just put them wherever you know you're going to be every single day. Like yeah. A but- mirror is a great place because you're looking at yourself and really struggling with yourself personally. Obviously, when you look at yourself, you get it's so easy to beat yourself up. When you have those affirmations right there in front of you, it's really quick. Just make it stop and remember those things. Definitely. All right, y'all. I don't want to yammer on much longer (laughs) i really really hope this episode was helpful like i said i know it's for someone i don't know who it's for but just know that you are not worthless you have a purpose Mm -hmm. and god really does love you it doesn't matter what you've done it doesn't matter what you've said like god is a forgiving god he's a loving god and he's waiting for you you're not too far gone for him. Like he's waiting with open arms. All you have to do is run to him. Anytime. Anytime. It can mm-hmm. be three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care. Nope. It's a matter it's a matter of when you do it. That's it. It's not a matter of when you do it. It's a matter of fact that you actually do it. Right, right. Absolutely. Alrighty, All right. so that's gonna be it for today's episode. We really hope y'all enjoyed it. And we will talk to y'all next week all about boundaries, my favorite. Very healthy, a very necessary thing in having life. Don't worry. (laughs) I I love talking about boundaries. It's so much fun for me. I'm sure it is. All right, everybody, have a good one. Peace out, bless out.